Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> it's already Wednesday. Wow. On Monday, we didn't get a chance to recap all of our uh, news for Tuesday. So here's Monday's couple of quick headlines to highlight and remember. Uh, the reason we do this, folks, is the news we talk about is so unique. Either we're talking about a story that they won't touch with a 10-foot pole, or we're talking about a story with a unique perspective that they don't have in the mainstream press. That's always the case, and that's why we repeat a lot of our headlines, because we want to make sure that you do not miss them. Listen, folks. Elon Musk. I know everybody wants to believe he's a great guy, and him getting a hold of Twitter is going to be phenomenal, but I don't think so. Elon Musk, now they say, forms counsel, announces no content decisions yeah that means they're not going to really uh, restore my account or your account or anybody's account until they get this quote uh, forms council going on well can you trust the forms council remember facebook and all these other thugs have what they call fact checkers etc and if you have a forms council are they going to decide what i can say what i can't say what if i tell you elon musk is a thug and a socialist and he's part of the eugenics movement are they going to let that roll on twitter or what all right i'm just not confident uh, that they're going to deliver for us in that regard. I mean, I, I pray they will. I just don't have a lot of confidence to you. We also talked with Dr. Scott Bradley on how to con con conduct a Delphi survey. And what a Delphi survey is, is we put, you know, choice A, B, C, D, and D does not mean none of the above, by the way. You get one, two, three, four choices, all Hegelian dialectic or, um, you know, choices that relate to the uh, quote survey, right? And this uh, uh, Adelphi survey, Delphi survey literally forces you into choices that they accept, that they're okay with, that they want. They don't care which one you choose, as long as you don't choose none of the above or something else outside of their parameters. Their goal is to divide and conquer and build consensus. We talked about Dr. Bradley's article as well, the Fauci facade, talking about the criminal element related to this COVID-19. More and more evidence coming out that everybody who gets the vax ends up with some kind of a damaged heart or damaged arteries, uh, damaged blood-brain barrier. I mean, it just goes on and on. The spike protein just absolutely wreaking havoc in the system everywhere. We also talked about defending Utah radio. Think right and wrong, not right and left. DefendingUtah.org, doing a phenomenal job. My buddy's over there. Anyway, they have Dr. Scott Bradley's The Fauci Facade video posted uh, up there where you can check that out. Good for them. They're our dear friends. They're great guys over there. Anyway, uh, we talked about the 2019, listen, 
We talked about the 2019. Listen to me carefully. I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying. The 2019 simulation coronavirus, um, you know, testing uh, trial run, so to speak, was planned at the Davos meeting. Yeah, it was called a pre-pandemic drill, ladies and gentlemen. And it took place then just a few weeks before the first case in Wuhan, China. You say, what are you talking about? Say, Listen to me. I'm telling you, back in 2019 at the Davos meeting, they planned this simulation. Then the simulation in, what, 20? Took place like three weeks or so before the first case really broke out in Wuhan, communist China. You want to learn more about this? Art Moore with WND.com has the details. Yeah, it's a coronavirus simulation event called 201. It took place before the events broke out in communist China, but they planned it at the Davos meeting. Yeah, it was hatched on the World Economic Forum meetings. Klaus Schwab, all these other people were there. You say, what, Sam, how do you have this information? Well, I do. Journalist Jordan Shastel with the details of this. Is it now clear the entire COVID pandemic was planned and advanced by evil forces? What say ye, my fellow Americans? With that, James Edwards, talk show host in his own right, host of the politicalcesspool.org, also author of the book Racism Schmacism, well-known political commentator. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Sam, it's great to be back uh, this beautiful November morning, and uh, here we are, of course, just about a week shy of the midterms, and uh, there's a lot to talk about there. And we'll get to it, but first, did you realize that in the 2019 Davos meeting, uh, there was a planned agenda to create a coronavirus simulation? It was a coronavirus pandemic simulation, dubbed Event 201. Uh, And then it was rolled out only weeks before the real, quote, Chinese outbreak took place. Are you aware of that? And what do you think of that in relation to what we've seen over the last couple of years? And do you agree that, hey, the entire COVID pandemic was planned in advance by evil forces? What do you say, James? Yes, Sam, I did know that because, like you, I'm a purveyor of uh, alternative news uh, sites and information. This whole thing... From the very beginning, you looked at, I mean, I know they were attributing everything. If you slipped on a banana pill, you died of COVID, and they were doing that kind of stuff. Nobody got the flu for like two years. It was just incredible. The flu did not exist for the first time in history for two years and things like that. So we knew that they were manipulating the numbers. A lot of people who got COVID, yes, some people did pass away, but they almost always had other comorbidities. Uh, Most of the people, the vast majority who got it, under the weather for a few days like you would be with any illness and then you got over it whatever it was so my whole thing that whole and then people like me got it really bad but used ivermectin horse poop and got well so there you go with that too right my both of my parents had it uh you know at least tested positive for it if you can even believe those tests we got ill and had some of the symptoms over the course of you know one or two of those winters but never did go in it was never anything to be too concerned about yeah some people got very sick i mean we know this okay but that's going to be true of any sort of thing that's going on out there did the threat of covid warrant all of this beta testing that they were doing for societal control absolutely not i knew something was going on there that whole time i think anybody could see it 
the only question I couldn't determine is to what end and why. I mean, what is their goal in this exercise? Never, though, for a minute did I believe that this was some world killer uh, and that w- was worthy of the sort of lockdowns and draconian methods that they had. And I'll tell you another thing about it, Sam, that I have noticed. Uh, you just had, uh, this was in the headlines just today and yesterday, uh, Julie Powell, the left-wing author of Julie and Julia, the movie with Meryl Streep and Amy Adams, she died at 49 years old of cardiac arrest. I mean, of course, that's normal, I guess. I have seen so many people, uh, actors, celebrities, you know, the kind of people who, when they die, it makes it makes your news feed, athletes, celebrities, whatever, dying in their 30s and 40s and 50s, just dropping dead for no apparent reason. A big rash of that. Now, this is all just anecdotal, and I don't want to have confirmation bias or anything like that, but it is concerning. I never got vaccinated. Uh, My wife, my children, my parents, who were in the target range for if it got them, it would be really bad. They both got it. They both survived. But uh, and I'm 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 more glad by the day. I mean, you can't deny that when you have society pounding you with this uh, incessant fear campaign. You you, we, of course, you and I weren't in this position, Sam, where we were going to lose our jobs if we didn't get vaxxed. But all this pressure, you couldn't travel, you couldn't do anything. A lot of people succumb to it. Very much regret that now. I am more thankful by the day that we we uh, held the line on that. And uh, but yes, I mean, this whole thing from the beginning stunk to me. Uh, the only thing, and we still don't know exactly what they were trying to figure out, what sort of data they were mining, what kind of evidence they were looking for with regards to how people would would react, how a mass population and citizenry would react to uh, you know, a government crackdown like this. I think, though, for the most part, Americans passed the test. At least half the people just completely disregarded this stuff. Well, and one of the interesting things is a lot of people uh, at first went along with it. For the first couple of weeks, they believed in the 10-day, 14-day, yeah, sure. whatever you call it. Let's flatten the curve and everything else. But as it went on, more and more people started to see the truth. And now when we claim, hey, they lied, we told the truth, they say we're peddling fake news. But the evidence is absolutely 100% uh, on our side. You literally had this lady over in the U.K., who worked for Pfizer, one of the chief executives up there, say, yeah, we never really tested it uh, to know if it was, you know, let people transmit the disease or whatever. You, you you know, you get it and you transmit it. We never tested that you wouldn't, although that's what we claimed. Why? Well, because of the speed of science is what she said. Well, folks, science doesn't have a political decision-making uh, speed factor. There's a scientific method, etc. There's scientific data that comes out over time where you prove your hypothesis and your theory and everything else. But she literally admitted the truth on the back end of this thing, showing the Fauci facade to be real, showing that Fauci and even uh, Donald Trump, I hate to attack your favorite candidate, ladies and gentlemen, but look, Donald Trump did the Operation Warp Speed, got vaccines in everybody's hands and in everybody's veins, and now we find out that everybody's getting sick because of the cocoa vaccine so there you have that we got a whole lot more to cover with james edwards in mere seconds you are listening to the one and only liberty roundtable live this is a battle a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. 
America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, James Edwards. Wow. I want to recap a little bit of yesterday's show and get James Edwards' take on this, by the way. We had on yesterday on the Sheriff Mack Show, that's TV, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live, James. We had on an election integrity update on his investigation. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about current Barrie County, Michigan, Sheriff Dar Leaf. Um... BarryCounty.org if you want to check out his website. But look, uh, he literally talked about the fact that there's fraud in his county. And every time he turns around, there's more and more and more fraud. And we claimed, along with True the Vote, Greg Phillips, Catherine, Catherine Engelbrecht, CSPOA, others, that they were storing data on communist Chinese servers related to U.S. elections and that it was illegal and that the communist Chinese had access to that data. The New York Times mocked us on a Monday. On Tuesday, had to admit that the guy we claimed was guilty, Eugene Yu, was arrested and extradited to California. Well, uh, so we got an update on all this, but believe it or not, the sheriff's from Michigan. He's been claiming election fraud and investigating it for two and a half years, and now this Connex company, guilty of it all, is in Michigan. We had him on yesterday to break down his investigation. Uh, what do you say to that, James? Yes, again, Sam, don't doubt it a bit. Uh, Sheriff Mack and his known associates have certainly done a lot of research into all of that. This whole thing, Russia, Russia, Russia. Why is uh, or why are the Chinese, why do they have any hand whatsoever, however tangentially, into any sort of apparatus or system that is related to American elections? Uh, that, that, that's, that's a question for start. Why, why isn't this all in-house, the servers, the machines, the people, the text, the everything uh, should obviously be? Uh, be be American run, but I will tell you this: uh, 
everything that has happened since 2020 has really shined a light on the possibility that these elections are rigged, uh, at least skewed enough to just a little bit enough to tip the favor into the candidate of the system's choice. I gave a speech in Georgia last week at a private gathering. It was a sold-out room. And we were talking about how much things have changed within the base of the Republican Party up to and including the fact that now 70% of the people who voted for Trump believe that he was rightfully elected. So you have a, a, a great destabilizing, which is not a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing if it's true. People need to know the truth and do something about it. Uh, but now I don't know, Sam, if all of the attention that has been sh- uh, with the spotlight shining on this, with all the attention it's received in the last couple of years as a result of Trump and all of these other people who have, you know, Dar Leaf, as you're mentioning, and Sheriff Mack and others who have really just tightened the screws on this, like, a, as my co-host Keith Alexander says, a bulldog with a bloody bone and have not let go of it, uh, if the system may be a little more gun-shy this time around, because right now I'm looking at it. Right now, and I don't want to transition too soon, we'll go at your pace, with regards to the elections coming up next Tuesday, and it's looking like a total red wave. So uh, I don't know if that means they're scaling back, they're, they're scared to do it again, but it looks like, as of right now, all of the polls, all of the polls, all of them, are saying GOP increases their, uh, uh, the number of seats, uh, the, the advantage over the Democrats in the House, and take the Congress by a pretty wide margin uh, by two or three seats at least that that uh, and that's great news but i don't have a whole lot of confidence in the republicans i'll tell you that right now and let me tell you why there's systems that circumvent republicans and democrats republicans and democrats both cheat as you know i don't know if you're familiar with eric the electronic registration information center but it's the epicenter of voter fraud it's been proven over and over again Uh, And we talked to Phil Lyman of the Republican Party. Uh, He's a member of the Utah House of Representatives right now. And he basically said election fraud continues and escalates in the state of Utah. Uh, TwoRedPills.org are the two ladies at the website that highlights most of it. But Phil's doubling down and talking about this. Uh, And you know what? We need to really get to the truth. We need to spread truth about what's really happening in America. And there are red flags exposing corruption and collusion. Uh, Sheriff Max smacks down Utah corruption. Uh, and the bottom line with this, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, James, is that at the center of all this is this Eric system. Utah was a founding member of Eric, which came out in 2012 backed by George Soros money. They literally control all the voter rolls in two-thirds of the states in America, sir. Yes, all that's true. And, of course, you're right about the fact that at the head table, the Mitch McConnell level of the GOP, they are as equally criminally corrupt as the Democrats. They are no friend of God and country and the Constitution and all the things that we hold dear. But I will tell you this, there are more Republicans that are, I think, legitimately looking in or at least pretending to look in one way or the other into the election fraud. Certainly there are zero on the Democratic side. Uh, that have done so. And let's just face the facts. I mean, let's be pragmatic about this whole thing. 
the vast majority of politicians, elected officials, whatever you want to call them, are naked career opportunists. They will believe and do anything. They will say anything so long as that's the way the winds are blowing. And the winds have changed within the Republican base, and that is why now you do see uh, some Republicans, at least on a congressional level, if not Senate, um, right now they're sort of the rogue, but they're the ones with the momentum. You do see people speaking out on our issues in a way that's never happened before in my life. My whole life, it was the lesser of two evils. I never voted for a Republican before Trump uh, on a presidential level. Always voted third party, and rightfully so. But you are seeing now some mavericks that are in there that are, that are for whatever reason, maybe it's just because that's the way the winds are blowing, whatever. I would rather have a true believer like you, Sam, in there. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have somebody by hook or crook that's going to do uh, what I think is in the best interest of the country, whether they believe if it or not. If they really will, yeah. The problem that we that. have is the Democrats are rabid against us. They want illegals to vote and everything else in your face. The Republicans pretend they're for correcting this, but nobody ever does anything. A big scandal just broke in Florida with regards to election fraud proven. Uh, and Ron DeSantis uh, might be caught in the snare and or looking the other way. Time will tell. But we need to report illegal electoral vote uh, information. VoterFBI.org is Weston Martinez's website, uh, who's a big uh, guy in Texas who has a, um, with Ken Paxton and others, has a big old press conference today. Uh, and the feds are operating outside the law, ladies and gentlemen. They want to come in. And they want to monitor the elections for you. They have no authority for that whatsoever. Sheriffs need to escort government officials out who break the law and who uh, poke their nose into local uh, county and state elections where they don't belong. You know what? Federal agents are planning to show up. We need to be wise to stop that. And Weston Martinez asks this question. He says, hey, on voter machine reliability, aren't these machines classified and certified? as industrial equipment, and if so, uh, they are required to go through scrutiny uh, and auditing and calibration and by external sources for validation. Why is every other industrial uh, device required to do this except for the voting machines? Finally, Weston Martinez literally says, hey, we've got to get a handle on this, and so they're going to have a press conference about this election fraud scandal going on in Texas. There's more and more coming out, and as you wisely point out, uh, James, more and more Folks at the top of the Republican Party are starting to admit it, uh, along with Donald Trump, setting well, aside the Mitch you. McConnells of the world. Well, they are going to be set aside. There is a new breed of Republican that uh, the Republican base has certainly gone uh, in, in a very hardcore conservative or, to use their term, right-wing direction. And so, again, the politicians will follow whatever is easiest for them to do. That's just the way the world works. I'm not teaching you all anything you don't already know. But here's a scenario for you, Sam. You know, for all of my, I can't even remember the last time, maybe not even in my lifetime, did one party have a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate. Now, Trump has always been a mixed bag. The pros and the cons, we could debate that for a long, long time. I think a lot of what we're seeing that is good within the GOP base has come, whether purposefully or inadvertently, because of Trump. There's just no doubt about that. With regard to what he really believes, you know, uh, that's up for debate. But I do know this about Trump, I believe, uh, is he is a Trumpist. <laughs> he is after, you know, he's looking after number one, and Trump is going to put Trump first. So with regard to the fact that he believes the election was stolen from him, I do think that if he has the opportunity, he will go for blood because he was personally injured in that whole thing and humiliated and whatever. And 
here, here's the situation. So the Republicans, as it stands right now, we'll know more certainly in a week. They increase their yes, income. Yes, we will. Time will be very interesting in a week. But here's my fear. How much are we going to know in a week? You know, it seems like every single election cycle now, it takes longer yeah. and longer and longer to determine oh, who well, ends up really true. winning, right? That, that that's true that's a good point yes well that's you know we'll see about that 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 could be but barring that i'll tell you a dream scenario for trump a dream scenario for trump that is on the fringe of being plausible i, I hear the music so we'll come back with that if you'll allow it sam you are listening to liberty roundtable live ladies and gentlemen james edwards the political cesspool.org and sam bushman on your radio Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. At least five Ecuadorian police officers were killed Tuesday in attacks prompting President Lasso to declare a state of emergency in two provinces. Lasso has repeatedly blamed violence, including inside prisons on drug gang retaliation for his government's efforts to combat the illegal trade. Lasso, who canceled a personal trip to the United States because of the attacks, says Ecuador is a transit point for drugs destined for the United States and Europe. A federal judge on Monday blocked Penguin Random House's merger to acquire rival publisher Simon & Schuster. Antitrust laws were the reason. Penguin Random House plans to appeal the decision worth more than a couple of billion dollars. The Federal Reserve's meeting this week will conclude today with another interest rate hike to try to calm the raging inflation in America. A hefty three-quarter point hike is expected. So far this year, the Fed has raised its key rate five times in an aggressive pace to fight the threat of recession. Financial guru Steve Forbes. He was recklessly late in fighting the inflation plaguing us today. Now he's making the opposite mistake. He's overdoing it thereby plunging us into an unnecessarily severe downturn. No wonder Powell's prestige is crashing faster than the stock of Facebook's parent, Meta Platforms. A Kansas mother who was convicted of leading an ISIS battalion was sentenced to 20 years in prison on Tuesday. 42-year-old Allison Fluke Ekren pled guilty in June to expressing interest in carrying out terrorist attacks in the United States in support of ISIS on six separate occasions. This took place between 2014 and 2017. Justice Department prosecutors say they believe the 20-year sentence was not enough for what she had done. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. 
guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound, struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack, valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, James Edwards, finishing up on this election discussion because I want to get to the Paul Pelosi scandal going on, too. We'll talk about that coming up. But I find this election uh, interesting. Time will tell. Uh, You know, Americans have been working on this for two years, James, trying to say, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's have election poll watchers. Let's have people deputized to review this. Let's really laser light focus on the machines. On the laws, a lot of laws have been changed to try to make things better and everything else. Do you think this election is going to be uh, a lot closer to an honest election? Or do you think that the gloves are coming off in terms of the scandal uh, coming up? Well, the as we were saying in the previous segment, I have heard very, very little. I have mentioned this for the last several weeks on, on, on my program on Saturday nights. This is a big-time election year. I guess it's like every heavyweight boxing match is the fight of the century. I'm not going to say this is the election of the century or you know, every election just because the current one is the biggest one ever, but uh, as volatile as society is now and as rabidly partisan the divide is amongst Americans, this is a pretty important one. And I don't know if uh, all of the attention that's been brought to the prospects of election fraud uh, hasn't uh, made them hold their wad a little bit and you haven't heard very much about this election that's the thing the last few weeks okay there's a midterm next week did anybody know that there's not been a lot in the news every time i pull up a news feed there's not very much out there which leads me to believe uh, certainly less than what you would normally expect uh, uh, with with national elections taking place house and the senate up for grabs and I think the reason is because the Democrats are about to get waxed. So if my numbers are correct here, the Republicans need to just flip a couple of seats to take the House. Uh, if uh, It looks like it's 222 to 213 Democrats in, in favor. That's why you've got uh, Steny Hoyer as the majority leader, obviously in the Senate, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, so if the Republicans take the House, which they are widely expected to do. They've always been expected to do that. What has really come up late here is the fact that they are now positioned to take the Senate as well. So then I'll tie this into election fraud and what Trump's dream scenario could be. So the real real clear politics Senate projection now is, and remember the Senate is split 50-50. So you have, a, you, know, you have Biden, you have a Democratic-controlled House and a Democratic-controlled Senate. The only thing that has saved us the last couple of years has been the fact that uh, Manchin and Cinema in the Senate have been contrarians. If they had gone along with the Democratic program, I mean, they could have run roughshod through just about everything. The Republicans would have had a filibuster, but, you know, still, a lot of it would have gotten through that hadn't, uh, hasn't gotten through otherwise. But the Republicans now, according to the Real Clear Politics, are expected to take the Senate as well by a margin of uh, as wide as four, 54 to 46. So you would have a Republican-controlled House and a Republican-controlled Senate 
come next week. And a lot of these Republicans, as we have been talking about, have been very vocal about election fraud. So let's get back to that very quickly. Biden would continue to go senile, and he would be a totally lame duck with the Republicans controlling Congress, both houses. Now, after that, sometime soon, I don't know if it'll be before Christmas or early next year, but it certainly won't be any later than that, Trump is going to announce his revenge tour. And as I said, Trump will look after number one. We can count on him to do that. And he's gotten enough Republicans now. Remember, when Trump first got elected, most of the Republicans were still against his agenda. It was still sort of the Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan type of party. And, and Trump was this mav- you know, seemingly maverick outsider that came in. Uh, but now most of the Republicans is a Trumpian, uh, Trump-esque Republican Party. So he's going to have a lot of allies in his next run that he didn't have when he originally ran and really, frankly, even didn't re-election. A lot of the Republicans that are Trumpists came in in uh, in the, the the year that Biden allegedly won the election. So here's yeah, the and the here. reason they did is because they saw Trump not govern near as hardcore as he campaigned, and so they realized he wasn't near the, quote, threat they thought he was, number one. And then number two, they realized how, um, you know, left the Democrats moved with the, um, um, I don't know what you want to oh, call yeah. them. The, Trans. The, uh, and... Yeah, and the, whatever that Republican group is called, that, that the AOC's part of, what's that thing called? No, the Lincoln Project. That's one of the left wing ones. No, it's 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 a bunch of Congress women or whatever that are together. They're the I can't remember what they're called. I'll have to look it up. Uh, anyway, but they you know that group kind of emerged as kind of the man. Will the party go that direction? And no, Joe will be a lot more mellow and center governing. But Joe's policies have been extremely radical uh, as well. And uh, so the Republicans kind of got on board saying, well, man, Trump's not as crazy as we thought. And these guys are way worse than we thought. And therefore, hey, we're kind of now Trump guys. That's a little bit about what's happening, right? Well, it's more than that. I mean, it is that, but it's more than that. And so here's what you've got. I mean, okay, so in the last couple of years, especially, and really within just the last two years, I mean, the Republican Party has been, you know, since Trump gave Republican voters safe cover to become who they are with regards to a lot of these third rail issues that most Republican presidential all of them wouldn't touch all of the nominees anyway uh so they've been moving this direction but now consider the following sam over the course of the last two years but it's you know just in the last two years you've had you know 200 historical monuments come down uh the left is running roughshod antifa blm terrorists in the streets the president of the united states being censored and purged you know, from the internet by big tech you know six months of nonstop violence with the george floyd stuff leading up to the 2020 elections fbi and the doj have been weaponized against trump supporters um the media has gone woke to the point where racial attacks on whites have become a never-ending bombardment. Racism has finally, the definition of racism has finally been officially changed to all white people. Too many people to count were docs, fired, or silenced over having a difference of opinion. And, you know, again, Trump telling his supporters that the election was stolen, 70% of 60 million people believing it. And this simultaneous push to indoctrinate kids with critical race theory and, and transgender propaganda. All of that, Sam, all of that, that, that was 10 points I just gave you. All of that has been put into the blender on high speed just within the last two years, two, three years ago. You're right. That really Not wasn't to going mention, on to the extent. The squad. the squad is the term I was looking for. That's They're known right, as the, squad. the squad. They're also known as the Democratic Socialists of America. And when Republicans see that, they kind of change their mind and go, Hey, Don ain't so bad there, James. Well, see, that's right. And he does, listen, whether he's sincere or insincere or different degrees of sincerity, 
I would take. I, I would trust him. I know what I'm going to get out of them. 100 percent of nothing that I like with Trump. I, he's going to get. I'm going to get something. I'm going to get something. Uh, and, and so all of that other stuff that's going on in society has really sort of brought the Republicans out to fight for the first time ever. At least the voters. And they are demanding that the representatives do it because they're opportunists. Uh, they uh, a lot of them are going along with it now. So the Republicans are supposed to take the Senate and the House next week. All right. Then Trump announces his revenge tour. You still have all of the things I just told you, all of those different reasons why the Republican base is, is moving in this direction. They're still going to be out there, OK, for the next couple of years under Biden. And the Democrats are going to have to defend 23 Senate seats in 2024. Here's a scenario. Looks like it's going to be a big red wave year. Trump announces his revenge tour within the next couple of months, and it is conceivable that he could be restored to power in 2025 with a 60-vote Senate majority that could break a Democratic filibuster. Never before has that happened in my life. Republican president, but not your daddy's Republican president, not your grandpappy's kind of Republican president, one that's going to be hell-bent on revenge along with a radicalized Republican base, perhaps a supermajority in the Senate and in the House as well. If ever there would be a perfect storm where you could do something, I and, and I wouldn't put it past Trump to necessarily go after the voting fraud. If it was ever legitimate, if he ever really believed it, he might have that chance. And two years will come fast. And, and, here's, and here's the reason he can win. I mean, yes, the it will, and time will tell always, what it really means. Do you think Trump can win, James? Here's exactly what I was about to say. So uh, there is a really good analyst. Uh, he is... Um, was born in Venezuela, but he now writes for Big League Politics, and we've gotten to know each other. He interviewed me on his podcast, and I've had him on my program. I'm going to do an election preview show this weekend on TPC, uh, this Saturday night, our last show before the midterms, and his name is Jose Nino. Super smart guy, living in Texas now, and uh, he's really got some fascinating insights on why the Hispanic population is starting to drift to the Republican Party, really for the first time. You know, conventional wisdom always was you bring in these people from uh, uh, from the third world areas and it's just a Democratic voting drive. But, you know, a lot of Hispanics are family-oriented and, uh, and, and, and Christ-oriented as well. So uh, before they might have been voting for Democrats because they were the ones that were most in favor of them uh, being able to come here and stay, the Republicans offered at least a tepid resistance to that in theory, if not in practice. But now the Democrats have gone so far to the left. What we saw just this last cycle, and we'll get some big data on it next week, is that completely unexpected, especially to the Democratic establishment, Hispanic voters are beginning to trend Republican. And if that happens, that really resets the clock. That really resets the clock on what a Republican candidate can do. It looked as though Democrats You're right about that. You want to know what I find comical, though, James? What's that? I'll tell you what I find comical. Every time an election comes, you Republicans get all excited. You're going to go ahead and tear it up and change the game and elect our guys and get her done. And, man, it's going to be incredible. Everybody gets psyched up on that. And then after, they go, oh, that was a big letdown. But it was better than nothing. Hey, uh, hey let's vote for less evil, right? Hang tight. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. 
Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. All right, back with you live. So right before the break, I'm with James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Every Saturday night, award-winning live, incredible talk radio. During the week, on demand at your fingertips, three hours of incredible talk, ladies and gentlemen. James Edwards with thepoliticalcesspool.org. Check it out. Uh, anyway, so I, I just I note the excitement every go-round from the Republicans, and they get all psyched up, buddy, and then their people win, and they get control, for example, last time. They got control of the House and the Senate and the White House and the courts, and it still didn't do them a whole lot of good, James. You're right about that, Sam. Uh, You're right, and you're, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I've got a little bit of a retort this time. My whole life, the lesser of two evils, oh, democracy hangs on a a knife's edge. You got to get Jeb Bush in there to beat Hillary Clinton. You got to get George Bush in there to beat... uh, who uh carrie you got to get george bush in there to beat bill clinton listen and they're all you gotta have newt gingrich up there buddy get all that all on the beat yeah all and they're all friends and they're all part of the same clubs they're all vacationing together they all love each other they all agree with one another they call that james is what they call it shadow government deep state okay that's right this time, though, I'm telling you, there is a oh, difference. I know it. This no, no, time, no, no. buddy. Yes, sir. No, you, but you Woo. know it is. It was the Republican, you know it is. It was the republican refreshment revolution back in 92 that was the key, baby. There was no, listen, there was no difference. <laughs> you, had a, you had an authentic choice back then with people like Pat Woo. Buchanan. That, those yes. were Republicans, yes. This is a different... People like Paul Gosar, who are absolutely talking about anti-white discrimination, and Marjorie Taylor Greene and people like that, that is a different Republican than ever existed back in the Newt Gingrich uh, majority days. And so there are differences You're right about now. that. And, and I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Uh, 
you're already seeing it in fits and starts. Here's some of the things that used to be taboo and which would only be discussed in our circles that I've watched enter into the absolute conservative mainstream over the past couple of years. Talk of nationalism. The state. Listen, you want to know real change? The state Republican Party of Texas put it in their official state party platform. This is the biggest Republican Party in the country state of Texas, that they wanted secession to be on the ballot. Journalists becoming the enemy of the people. You're seeing this. All Republicans are talking like this now. Um, abolishing the FBI. They're talking about interracial crime. They're talking about the Great Replacement. They're using the term anti-white. Um, obviously opposing things like, listen, affirmative action is about to be put down by the Supreme Court. Uh, race-based hiring, opposition to critical race theory, attacking the Southern Poverty Law Center and the ADL. And And I will tell you this, Sam. Say what you will, and you know this is true. I'll give you one difference that's different than all of those other times that you've mentioned, and you're 100% right about that. There was no difference at any of those times. But I will tell you the difference now with any other Republican besides Trump. And look, Trump did us dirty personally, or at least his surrogates did. All right, so listen, we, I, I say this because I would have a personal gripe if we wanted to, to make it petty. Uh, but uh, because we're, we're looking at this from the big picture and what's good for the country— 100% certainty that if anybody other than Trump had been elected, Roe versus Wade would still be the law of the land. Those Supreme Court justices that he got appointed and got ramrodded through have absolutely been a game changer that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. So, yes, I do think there is some difference now uh, as opposed to the old lesser of two evils. Oh, boy, we got to get these guys in. They agree 100% identically. You know, Trump ended the Cheney-Bush Clinton dynasties, they're all gone. Liz Cheney's gone. All the Bushes are gone. All of the Clintons are gone. There's not one in any elected office. No, man, Hillary's ready to come back in 24, buddy, and go head-to-head toe-to-toe with the Donald. I believe that. They're I not do gone, believe buddy. That. Well, they're gone for now. There's not <laughs> any. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to switch gears slightly. Um, I understand the excitement, and I pray that it's real. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to be a naysayer and just a downer and act like there's no value here. I agree there's some differences, and I really pray that we can you know, break free of the deep state and the shadow government and the consummate insiders, the George Bushes, the Mitch McConnells, and everything else. But I just really don't see it happening. I pray that it does, and I pray that I'm wrong. All right, listen, suspect that attacked Paul Pelosi is an illegal illegal immigrant now, report says. That's one thing to note. The guy that attacked Paul Pelosi uh, is an illegal immigrant, a report says. The other thing is now there's a bizarre new timeline revealed about the alleged attack on Paul Pelosi. Pelosi now will not release home security footage of the attack, and they demand that the Republicans take the blame for ratcheting up the violence and the hatred. Now it turns out that Capitol Police, I don't know if you know this, James, were not watching the live security cameras on Pelosi's home during the attack. John Sinek with that report. Now here's the interesting thing. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that the Capitol Police have uh, live cameras on Pelosi's home? And that nobody was watching them when this hall went down. That this guy's an illegal immigrant. Now, they also say the man accused of attacking Paul Pelosi had several targets, not just Nancy. And they say that he was on a suicide mission. Uh, Now, I don't know if that's true, but I find the whole thing fascinating, especially in light of, uh, wow, we can't see the footage. 
wow, the Capitol Police, what are they doing with cameras outside of someone's home in the several states? But yet they weren't watching their own cameras. Now, Elon Musk and others started to say, hey, there might not be the mainstream press narrative to this story. There might be something different. Elon Musk put something out, pointed to another page with some speculation. Then they just attacked Musk. He took it down. He melted down. He kind of cucked and failed on the uh, the battles on, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm not sure the story uh, is as we've been told. Again, I'm not like Alex Jones. I'm not going to double down and say it was fake completely because I don't know the facts. But I know this. We're already getting evidence proving it's not what we were told from the beginning. Now it turns out this guy was on a suicide mission. Turns out that he wanted to break Nancy Pelosi's kneecaps if she didn't tell the truth. Turns out, you know, hey, that it was Paul's hammer that was used against him. The guy had another hammer uh, in a different place. Now this guy's an illegal. Every time we get more information, the timeline, the details, the story gets, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but more and more nuanced, manipulated, and interesting. James? This is definitely one of the weirdest things, and that's saying a lot, that I've seen in a while. So you got this guy, obviously, Nancy wasn't home. Uh, She was probably out doing uh, the devil's work, of course. And so it's, what, 2 in the morning, and he's in this house in his underwear, and Nancy's husband's in his underwear, and they're both fighting with hammers. And I've heard a lot of different Hold on. things. And One hammer that Paul had because the other guy had his hammer and his gear that was out. As far as I understand, it was set down separate and eventually it was you know, picked up in, in a separate spot. So this is Paul's hammer they're fighting over, too. Oh, OK. All right. Well, anyway, there's a hammer fight in their underwear. Now, why is this guy in his underwear? Is that correct? I mean, every time I read something, it gets changed. And why in the world wouldn't wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Pelosi <laughs> want to release the footage and, and show everything's on the up and up. So I've heard well, things like. That's what like, I'm talking about. It's just insane. Well, I got to say this, though. Uh, I, I, I've i heard that this is some, you know, MAGA right-wing terrorist. But let me ask you this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, what's 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 Pelosi hiding here? Why won't he turn over the, the, the footage? Ask yourself this. What's more likely? What's more likely? That a MAGA terrorist because that's the narrative I've seen pushed at least on social media, if not in the mainstream as well. A MAGA terrorist gets through the security, the Secret Service protection. That Hold the on, Secret an the illegal immigrant MAGA terrorist. Illegal immigrant MAGA terrorist gets through the world-class security that the Speaker of the House would have had, gets through all that at 2 in the morning in his underwear with a hammer, and... You know, and zip ties to, and all kinds of other stuff, too, don't forget. To cause mayhem. Now, what's more likely? That he did that? That this illegal alien MAGA terrorist was somehow smart enough to beat the Speaker of the House's Secret Service protection? Or, and this would kind of explain why they don't want the tapes released, he's a friend of theirs, if not some sort of a weird lover type scenario. What's more likely, that the Pelosi's knew this guy and let him in for whatever reason you want to draw, or that he beat the security? I guarantee you, you don't do that. These places are impenetrable. And if it really was some right-wing guy, this would be a hell of a lot bigger story than it is. There's something stinky here, and uh, uh, maybe a little homoerotic. I don't know what was going on there. Two in the morning, these guys just doesn't add up.
Doesn't help. Well, in addition to that, James, my question is really an illegal immigrant that's a MAGA guy. How many illegal immigrants are MAGA people, first of all? I thought MAGA was the, you know, America first. Uh, we want to stop immigrants from coming. I thought that, you know, we the MAGA folks hated all immigrants, supposedly. Isn't that the narrative they pitched forever? Uh, so you got no, an illegal been, immigrant MAGA yeah. guy. Uh, then you've got this guy breaking through the security. Then Pelosi won't release the footage. It stays in the news right before the election, unrelenting. Anybody who criticizes it or brings it up is just considered, uh, you know, ratcheting up the violence. Uh, you know, I look at this and I just say, I don't believe the narrative we're told. I just don't believe it. Uh, could it have I happened? Think- and, and, and do I feel sorry for Paul if it really did? Absolutely. But, folks, we are led to believe this stuff, and we have no evidence on facts here. We have no real double down on truth, ability to really ferret this out. And no, anytime we criticize, anytime we research anything, they just go off conspiracy theory nutcase and shut everybody down. Right, James? Yes, I think this is obviously somebody, to me, I say obviously, I don't know this for a fact, but to me it seems as though this is somebody that was known to the Pelosi's. That's why he's in the house at 2 a.m. That's why he didn't get caught going in because he was invited. I think an investigator said it was the first time he ever saw a window that was broken from the inside. The glass had shattered uh, in the opposite direction. He said he'd never seen anything like that before. Well, that's because <laughs> he didn't break in. He was already inside when the window was broken. Uh, and so, in my opinion, and so I think that they were probably going to hang this guy out to dry. They were going to save some MAGA terrorists, hoping that their mouthpieces, their lackeys in the media would run with it. And by the time it all fell apart, you only have to string together one news cycle or two to get to the election. And they were just going to use this in any way that they could, but it was just too, it was just, it was just too absurd. Uh, and so that's why it's sort of getting memory hold already. You're just not seeing a whole lot about this anymore, at least from the perspective that this was some Trump guy that was doing all of this. So what really happened, of course, we'll never know. Well, and that's the problem that I have, ladies and gentlemen, with the mainstream press is that we probably will never know. And anything that seems to be good, righteous, praiseworthy, whatever you want to call it, seems to just be mocked, ridiculed, and shut down. And that's really the biggest reason that I don't have a lot of confidence uh, in the Republicans at this. Because I look at this and I go, what the heck is going on? I can't even criticize the Nancy Pelosi slash Paul Pelosi story. Look, this guy was in the news because he got caught drunk driving. They covered that up, and then eventually it all came out. Now he's in the news for this and that. How much of him really being in the news is real news versus make sure Nancy Pelosi stays the victim and on top? That's it. I don't know, but you got to ask the questions. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. We have an incredible guest, James. We'll talk about that as well. And a bunch more stories all coming up in seconds. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, ThePoliticalCessful.org on your radio. I'm going to switch from my microphone to a phone. It's a long story, but i got to be in a meeting. We're going to do it all in seconds on your radio. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, ThePoliticalCessful.org. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. This is the broadcast for November the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2022, hour two of two. And I apologize, I've switched to phone line audio as opposed to studio quality audio. I have an appointment that I need to attend, and i got to travel to it. But I really, really, really wanted to make this interview happen, ladies and gentlemen. We had him on quite some time ago. I don't know, six months, a year ago kind of range. And it was an incredible guest then, and it's an incredible guest now. And uh, the issue is COVID. And they lied to us about how to stop it. They lied to us of how to decrease the danger from it. Uh, And we brought up the truth at the time. They mocked us. They ridiculed us. They said we were dishonestly peddling fake news. They kicked us off Twitter over it and a whole lot more. And it turns out we were right all along. Well, maybe we should sue, right? Good idea, but will it do any good to sue? Well, as we know from experience, lawsuits for the conservatives oftentimes don't go well. Anyway, I digress except to say we brought on this guest with a solution then, and we bring him back. I don't know if I dare say I told you so, but to say we were right telling the truth the whole time. His name is Nathan Jones. He's the CEO of a company called Clear, starting with an X, clear.com. And Clear is a, an incredible solution that you spray up your nose, and it helps clear your nose and uh, uh, many other things. They've got a lot of products, but that's one of them. That product, believe it or not, <clears throat> Nate said, hey, evidence shows if you use a nose rinse like this, your likelihood of getting COVID and or reducing – getting COVID is reduced significantly or uh, – experiencing severe effects of COVID will be reduced significantly with the use of this product. Well, the FDA went absolutely berserk, literally sued and tried to literally shut down, mock, clear. Well, Nathan wouldn't stand for it because he's a true American and he stood up then and he continues to stand up now. Well, the reason I'm bringing Nate back on is because I just saw some articles in the news highlighting More and more doctors are now showing that if you use a solution like Clear, your likelihood of going to the hospital is reduced by eight plus fold from the COVID. Your likelihood to have a severe COVID outcome is reduced substantially. And the evidence was on Nate's side from the beginning, but your criminal unconstitutional FDA wouldn't allow the truth to be told. Nate, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thanks for having me back. Is that intro fine? Does that help? Is that a good summary? Yeah, except except the FDA, interestingly enough, is not involved in this lawsuit. It's the FTC. Oh, yeah. Why? Because they know that you're right on the health facts, and so they want to use the Trade Commission to beat you up on different terms? Um, I'm not sure why, other than the FDA 
in, in our in our discovery, what we found is that the FTC asked the FDA if they wanted to get involved in it, and the FDA kind of politely said, "We don't see either you have a case." And and so I mean to understand how that is, the FTC their model is truth in advertising, and so if you have a study showing that that I'll just pick something up. If you have a study showing that water prevents cancer, then according to the FTC and their guidelines, then you can go out and say that. But at the same time, the FDA would then come back and say, water's not a drug. You can't make the claim that it's a drug. Does that make sense? Uh, I know what you're saying, but no, it does not make sense. <clears throat> well, yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. But, <laughs> but, I, but I understand what you're saying is. makes sense, yes. The fact that you're <laughs> pointing so, don't make sense because we should be able to say whatever we want, true or false. This is America with free speech, sir. That is correct. But we have studies, and there are studies that were done at the University of Tennessee and studies that were done at Vanderbilt and studies that were done at Univers uh, Medical College of Georgia and studies that were – I mean, and these are all published in the peer-reviewed literature showing that xylitol blocks adhesion of various viruses – not just SARS-CoV-2, but various viruses. We've known that xylitol blocks adhesion of bacteria for decades, and we've been sharing those studies. We've been the, the, the results of those studies are on our packaging, and the FTC has never said anything because we have studies showing and backing it up. And as long as we're saying it blocks bacterial adhesion, then that's not a drug claim either. Now, if you say that it prevents it as an infection, that's a drug claim, and then you get into being a, being a drug. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, if I say something prevents infection, how is that a drug claim? I said nothing about drugs. Well, that's according to the FDA, that's a drug claim. I see. If, it, if it's a drug, if it prevents or treats an illness, okay, or, and, that, and this is why soap companies like Dial and Irish Spring – we all know that washing our hands is the best way to stop the spread of communicable diseases. But yet, Dale and Ivory and Irish Spring, none of those companies can go out and say, wash your hands to prevent for the spread of the common cold, or wash your hands to prevent the spread However, of the However, the government can say that when it comes to the uh, COVID. They said washing your hands, da, 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 da. the government said that. Well, I know, and the government's just kind of up in the night. They've been up in the night for a number of years. I'm going to say that now. when you walk every day, it reduces the chance of a heart attack substantially. Is walking a drug now? Uh, well, that is, uh, that is a very uh, good question. Because I'm addicted to that drug, you know. Walking, I do it every single day. I can't stop. I know. I do it, too. I spent an hour on the treadmill this morning. Wow. This is a very interesting discussion. I've got a, a, a guy with me, James. He's kind of a co-host with me monthly on the program. He wants to chime in, too. James, what do you think of this whole scenario? Uh, it is really an honor to uh, discover Nate on your program today, Sam, and I'm at his website right now. I can tell you when all of this stuff kicked off, obviously, in March of 2020, my wife went in hammer and tong and began to do the research herself and uh, formed some very inflexible conclusions. I mean, always willing to let what was out there, you know, the truth, if it could be unferreted, guide her and 
and of course uh, yours truly as well she nate would be all over this product and as a matter of fact i see some of the retailers where it's carried and i'm sending this website tour v email right now this is exactly the kind of stuff that our family uses and uh, the fact that you were able to really dig your heels in and fight back against a very corrupt system that is narrative driven as opposed to being scientifically or medically driven and just remembering all of the horror things, I remember the Surgeon General coming out just a couple of weeks into this thing saying, masks do not help, do not, you don't have, this is the Surgeon General of the United States. And then, of course, there was just so much, and then if you don't wear a mask, you're going to die, you're going to kill grandma, you're going to get fired. Uh, just weeks after that, the narrative, the information we were getting was constantly changing. So for someone like you to have uh, come up with a product like this, uh, to be fighting this thing in court, to be standing uh, against this is really inspirational. It's it's great to be able to talk to you today. Nathan right. Jones with us, ladies and gentlemen. The company is called Clear, starting with an X, clear.com. This product is incredible. Where is the court case now, and are we prevailing, and how do we get the word out? Because really it's about giving people an opportunity to be healthy and stay healthy and avoid going to the hospital. I thought that was the whole point. Very interesting, their response to you. But where do we stand, Nathan? Well, the court case is going to be, it's years. I mean, they're in discovery right now, and it, that'll take it's easily, well, easily in the next year, probably in the year after. Um, you know, you've got to do, you've got to get uh, depositions done. You know, we've got to find, I mean, that's, it's going to take years and to, to, to get this to, to resolve. But what um, for? Because you, know, you cite these studies at these universities? Yeah. Well, I don't understand what for. What are we debating? Don't worry. You're not the only one that doesn't understand it. We don't understand it. I mean, really, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, is you got some, I, I hate to say, a, you know, something bad, but you got some crackhead lawyer at the FTC who doesn't understand science, who's out there trying to come out and say, I mean, because the, the stupidity of what they're asking is, we sat there and argued and said, we have the research. And they said, no, you need a double blind rct study and we're like no that isn't what we're doing you show me how to do an rct study that that shows that it blocks adhesion because that's all we're saying no i don't care i'm not here to be your advisor you go do a double rct double blind placebo controlled type trial showing that it blocks adhesion well that isn't what you do a double blind study is to show that it works as a medicine which as I've already explained, we cannot make a drug claim for our product because it doesn't kill innovating organism, it doesn't change the structure or function of the human body, and people don't think of xylitol as a drug. And those but are you're the not three claiming, things. That, you're not claiming, though, what it will do to individuals. You're just merely saying because it blocks adhesion. Now there's doctors correct. coming out in the news backing your claim, which says, hey, it reduces, and they've got double blind studies showing this stuff, it reduces the likelihood of going to the hospital from COVID. By eight plus fold. Correct. And we had the data from those studies. The first one was done at Vanderbilt. We had the data from those studies back in June of 2020. And there were articles that were written in the Journal of the American Medical Association in early 2020 pointing that out. Ladies and gentlemen, the facts have been there. Nathan Jones, CEO of Clear Our Guest. We shall continue in seconds on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards, yours truly, interviewing Nathan Jones, CEO of a company called Clear. They have an incredible product. Folks, you got to check it out. Uh, but we're seeing more and more and more evidence. This is not about evidence, and that's kind of the problem that I have. I thought we were trying to keep people out of the hospitals. I thought we were, and now they're claiming it's a triple threat. You've got this lung disease or whatever. You've got now the common cold. You've got the flu season. You've got COVID. You've got all these different things. They say it's like a triple threat going into the, quote, flu season and hospitals could be overwhelmed. And that's the news, Nathan. And my response is, why don't we tell people what they can do about it, sir? Well, what I can tell you is that all of these, all three of those things that you just mentioned, Every one of those things starts in the nose. And, and you know, it's something that's very common. But people, we need to start looking at, at why nasal hygiene matters. And it's, and it's a difficult paradigm to, to explain to people. But, and even when I'm sitting there talking to physicians, physicians are like, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to do that? And the answer is, well, why do you take a shower? Why do you wash your hands? Why do you brush your teeth? You know, you, you, you're supposed to be washing and, and, you know, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's typical to do this in some cultures in the Muslim world that, you know, it's mostly where it's dusty, but they use water and they wash their noses, part of their daily purification. 
in in India. They use it as part of their their Ayurvedic. That's where the neti pot comes from. Um, well, let me tell you the so real problem. Why is the FTC so nosy though? If this is a medical discussion, why is the Federal Trade Commission so nosy poking their nose in it in the first place? Speaking of noses. Well, I think that the FTC has a very good history of, you know, they have their silo where they're supposed to work. And I think they have a very strong history of trying to push that silo into other spaces. And, you know, and the, and the courts come back and slap them down and, and they keep trying to do it, but it's their nature. They want to, they want to push out into other boundaries. And, you know, I think that's what they're trying to do here. James? It's kind of a fantasy world that they're living in where they sit there and they're saying, you don't have research. Well, okay, here's the research. Well, we don't like your research. Well, it isn't up to you to like it or not. If you don't have any research that shows that it doesn't do what we're saying and you don't have an expert, then what are you doing? I mean, because they're costing us as a company millions of dollars to fight this. James? And they have, And they have no accountability for it. No, I was just going to say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen here on the air with us right now, I am learning more as we listen and uh, as I read. I'm at the website right now for Clear. That is X-L-E-A-R, clear.com. And I really respect you for uh, having done the research and put this out there. There's FAQs. There's uh, a lot of a lot of facts and figures here, but you, you didn't just come to these conclusions. You decided to fight to stick by it. And few men would do this, particularly something – it looks like my mic's got a little bit of hiccup again. Issue like this where uh, there's so much at stake, and I know it's difficult to go through the courts. What I want to know is, though, and this is a bit of an aside, but how did the very small town of American Fork, Utah, produce two such men? You and Sam Bushman, both in the same place? That's just uh, that's like hitting the lottery. Well, I don't. There is don't something in the American water. Fork. I don't live in American Fork. I just work in American Fork. I actually live in Provo. <laughs> He's just saying, hey, how do we come out of Utah Freedom Fight? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, see, I, I'm a Memphian. I, I'm over here in. Stand for truth, right? Yeah, I'm over here in Tennessee. So the fact, proximity, I guess, the, the proximity, relatively speaking, uh, y'all are neighbors. And so still, I thought that was quite uh, quite remarkable. Well, hey, I was, My out, question, I was out in Knoxville, to, uh, not this last weekend, but the weekend before. Ah, the gateway to the Smokies. I know it well. Beautiful country. Probably beautiful for us, and it is beautiful, but uh, Utah is a whole different it, ball game. It was actually pretty – it was beautiful. I had dinner down on the river. Um, mm-hmm. You're sitting right there on the river. The view is just spectacular. It was a beautiful city. Hey, Nathan, I'm wondering, though, how do they let you keep your website up? Usually what they do is they force you to take information down so the American people can't learn the truth. You've managed to keep your site up and let people read for themselves and decide for themselves, which I find refreshing in the greatest country on the face of the earth, sir. I don't know, but they've never requested us to take it down. Um, You know, I mean, it was so confusing in the beginning because what they said is that you can't share these, you can't share the science if you're, I'm trying to think of how to say, if you're selling a product, which if you're not, if you don't have a reason to share the science, no one's going to go share it. Does that make sense? Of course. The government's not going to go share it. They should. I mean, I believe that the CDC and the and the Surgeon General. I think you're probably in the same way. But I think they've abdicated their job. They've abdicated their responsibility. They're doing nothing. Well, they're beyond dereliction of duty, right? Exactly. 
They've abdicated it. Somebody else has to step up and do it because all they are talking about is pharmaceutical solutions. And they need to go back and they need to find non-pharmaceutical solutions because in the past century, since the, the influenza of 1917, the United States has had an epidemic, you know, just a mini, epi a mini pandemic, but they've had, a they've had epidemics almost every decade. And every single one of those epidemics was solved by hygiene and sanitation, not by pharmaceuticals. And the question is, is why is it that our public health officials are so obtuse that they can't learn from history and say, hey, every single one that we've had, the 10 that we had in the last 100 years, were solved by sanitation and hygiene, which when you think about it, hygiene is personal, sanitation is systemic. Okay, you can go back and you look, it's washing your hands, it's, you know, getting rid of the water, the handle on the water pump where they're getting cholera from. It's, it, you know, that's the kind of thing that solves these epidemics. They're not drugs. And why is it that our, that our CDC and the Surgeon General are so adamantly, blindly focused on pharmaceutical solutions to the point where they're suing and litigating companies that come up with hygiene solutions because rogue agents in government have criminally partnered with big pharma in an effort to betray us for filthy lucre sir and it's got to stop i think we need to call for the abolition of the of the uh the uh public trade commission or whatever you want to call it the uh federal trade commission the ftc we need to abolish these unconstitutional agencies that are destroying solutions on the market today james what he said, Sam, I'm here. I, I'm here, but I don't think you can hear me. Yep, we can hear you perfect, James. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. My level is not moving on the focus right, so that's odd. But if you can hear me, Keep I would Keep talking, sir. You're on the radio. All right, wonderful. I would double down then. I would double down on the fact that um, Nate is so right about sanitation and hygiene, I mean, you go back to the Black Plague, you go uh, back to yellow fever here in Memphis, which was mosquito-borne, but because of the, the filthy you know, sewage and, and, and the, the standing water, things like that. Uh, so that, that's something people need to remember. But, and this is a product that plays into uh, to, to your, your uh, hygienical health. I am looking at this, Nate. I just have one question. You are working with and partnered with some of the biggest retailers in the country. Uh, many that I've heard of, and so many more that I have. And it looks like this pro these products are everywhere. Your dental uh, product, as well, uh, has uh, all of this unpleasantness uh, impacted uh, their support of your product. No, uh, no. Walmart originally was like, no. If you have a warning letter from the FTC, if they're suing you, we're not going to carry your product. Um, but everybody else was already carrying it, and as much as the FTC sits there and makes claims and says, you guys were out here making unsubstantiated claims, which, you know, we weren't. We had plenty of substantiation, and anybody with half a brain could actually understand that. It's the, when you have lawyers that don't understand what they're doing, that you start getting problems. But even, even after six months, Walmart, even the people at Walmart are like, yeah, that's a stupid case. There's no way. And they brought it in and started carrying it, too. Well, there you have it, ladies and, want, and gentlemen. And the truth I shall set us free, and this is where the solutions are. If you go to Claire.com, 
You can literally improve your hygiene. I can say this all day long. I've got free speech, and I have my opinion to which I'm entitled. You know what? You can reduce your likelihood of going to the hospital. You can reduce your likelihood of getting COVID. You can reduce your likelihood of the severity of COVID and or the flu and or the cold and or I could go on and on and on. And your health will be improved. All you got to do is try it and see what happens for you, for your own personal testimony. Nathan Jones, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. It's glad to hear from you. Glad to hear you're still in the fight. And we'll keep in touch for updates, sir. Clear.com, thanks again. Thank you. There he goes, Nathan Jones, ladies and gentlemen, a stand-up, God-fearing American, CEO of Clear, X-L-E-A-R.com, back in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Washington State's Attorney General Bob Ferguson has filed a lawsuit seeking to block supermarket chain Albertsons from paying a $4 billion cash dividend to shareholders on November 7th. Mr. Ferguson said the payout would hinder Albertsons' ability to conduct business normally. Kroger announced it was acquiring Albertsons for $25 billion dollars. A federal judge in Arizona issued a temporary restraining order against activists who have been watching outdoor drop boxes for mail-in ballots. The activists claim they're trying to prevent purported voter fraud, but there have also been complaints of voter intimidation by these people watching the boxes. North Korea fired about a dozen missiles Wednesday in the direction of South Korea and landing near the rival sea border. South Korea quickly responded by performing its own missile tests in the same border area. Former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is poised to return to power as Israeli TV exit polls reveals Tuesday's election could be delivering a narrow majority to the conservatives. Israelis react to Reuters. I don't know who is better and who is not better, but I know that what we have before Lapid, I don't want to hear his name and I don't want to think about it. I'm going to vote in Bibi Netanyahu. I hope that he make the, uh, the government. President Biden tonight is set to deliver a speech at Union Station in the District of Columbia. This will be a political speech and a last-chance effort to give Democrats a much-needed boost before Tuesday's midterm elections. The event is being put on by the DNC. Brendan Carr, one of the five commissioners at the Federal Communications Commission, has arrived in Taiwan to attend meetings with Taiwanese government officials. Carr is the first sitting FCC commissioner to visit Taiwan in an official capacity. USA Radio News. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have 
been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk continues on your favorite news. The networks refuse to use radio station. It's Sam Bushman and my buddy, co-host, James Edwards, thepoliticalcessful.org, with me. And we're talking about a lot of topics, but Ben Swan, my dear friend over at Sovereign, has been doing a phenomenal job adding more and more and more real newsmakers to his lineup. One of them is a guy by the name of Chris Mortensen. And the reason I bring Chris up is because he's highlighting, listen, Last half hour, we talked to our good buddy Nathan Jones over at Clear. Uh, you know, they've been trying to harass Clear out of existence, literally costing them millions of dollars. Um, Clear doing a phenomenal job, solutions for Americans. You can't t- talk about ivermectin. You can't talk about Clear's uh, dental solution, Clear's nose solution, uh, nasal rinse, etc. You can't talk about those things. But it turns out we have evidence now, more and more proof the government is literally in bed with big pharma. Uh, and literally in bed with controlling what you and I are able to even say, think, believe, hear, etc. Here's Chris with the details. Big deal. So the court recently, October 21st, had ordered depositions of top Biden officials in the Missouri Attorney General's case. And as well, I believe they've been joined in um, by Louisiana. Quote, the United States District Court for the Western District of Louisiana granted Missouri and Louisiana's request for depositions from top-ranking officials in the federal government. So, carrying on. This is movement in his lawsuit against top-ranking Biden administration officials for allegedly colluding to suppress freedom of speech. Ooh, that's a First Amendment no-no. That's a big one. The list of granted depositions includes Dr. Anthony Fauci. Ouch. Former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, ooh, ouch, Director of White House Digital Strategy Rob Flaherty, Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, CISA Director Jen Easterly, and FBI Supervisory Special Agent Elvis Chan. Good name there, Elvis. Quote, after finding documentation of a collusive relationship between the Biden administration and social media companies to censor free speech, We immediately filed a motion to get these officials under oath, said Attorney General Schmidt. That's Eric Schmidt out of Missouri. It is high time that we shine a light on this censorship enterprise and force these officials to come clean to the American people. And this ruling will allow us to do just that. We'll keep pressing for the truth. All the way down at the bottom, blue dotted underline. This clears the way for Missouri and Louisiana to gather discovery and documents from the Biden administration officials and social media companies. Now, this is where I think we're starting to see a lot of scrambling going on. And of course, with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter and then immediately firing some of their top censors, some of their C-suite censors, you can clearly see the game is on. There's a lot at stake at this. So we're gonna see just an incredible amount of propaganda this side against that side. They're gonna try and frame it as a left versus right issue. But to me, it's not, this is not left, right. 
This is up down. Free speech is on the right side of history. Censorship is on the wrong side of history. This is right from wrong in this particular case. And if that censorship goes too far, according to our friend and colleague over there, Matthias Desmet, hey, it could end up in mass psychosis, which ends up ultimately in mass atrocities. So that puts it into the not just right from wrong, but right from evil. So if censorship gone far enough, always ends in a very bad place historically. So we have to talk about what's involved in this because it was a very, very interesting All right. thing. Thank you so much. You can sit down, Chris. So, James, what do you say to that? Is reporting this stuff came out in court? Thank heavens for the Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, uh, working on this. Missouri, Louisiana, doubling down and saying, hold on one second. Now, evidence coming out in court of government collusion with big tech or the social media companies. Uh, Elon Musk now jumped into the battle. Kanye West <laughs> jumped into the battle. He's right. Game is on, James. It is, but there is still obviously a big problem with regards to freedom of speech. We have long lived in this soft totalitarianism where uh, you pay a big price. Yes, you don't go to prison, but you pay a big price. Uh, that soft totalitarianism is certainly hardening with regards to the freedom of speech. You mentioned, uh, I, I want to talk to, uh, the, the, I want to speak to the clip directly, but just very quickly what we've seen happen here with Kanye West. And to a lesser extent, although it's making some waves now in the wake of Kanye West, is Kyrie Irving, this NBA superstar, who offered criticism about Jewish power and influence, as Kanye West has, immediately a Jewish writer for the USA Today who identified himself in the article. He said, to be clear, I am a Jewish writer. So I'm not calling him out. I'm just saying he mentioned this in the own article saying Kanye, or excuse me, Kyrie Irving should be banned from the NBA. So, yeah, sure, we're all for your freedom of speech. We don't want you to go to prison. We just want to destroy you and take everything you have. You'll be banned from polite society. You'll lose everything. You'll lose your job. There'll be no way to reenter society. That's, that's a totally David different James. thing than than uh, going to but prison, James, right? I'm not I mean, very so much smart. I'm not very smart, but a Jewish writer to take him on and hold the upper hand just proves his point, doesn't it? That's the thing. And, and I'll tell you this, and I hate to say this, but this whole thing right now for Twitter is a lot of fool's gold. I mean, I know a lot of people, I, I, I am excited about it to the extent that it can't be worse to have Musk under control. But uh, the main guy that's in control of uh Censoring is a Jewish guy by the name of Yoel Roth, and he was vehemently anti-Trump. Uh, he was all you know, one of these guys that was calling all of the Trump voters Nazis, and it, it, this is just a, 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 a he was uh, held over. Yes, Elon Musk decapitated some of the the CEOs and and some of the big high-profile people at Twitter. Uh, that were there, but this guy was a major player at Twitter, and he is uh, now in control. I don't know what his exact title is, uh, but I can find out. I've Neither does Elon yet, sir. He he head of safety and integrity. But but he's banning. He it's the same thing. There's been no change yet. I'm not saying that there won't be. It's only been a week, but there's been no change yet in the policies. A lot of people who, who have been banned. And Elon Musk is saying, so this is the thing. Elon Musk is saying uh, on one one hand, 
If you were banned for frivolous reasons, you can come back. So a lot of people that I know and that you know, Sam, came back and they're getting banned again uh, because you have a uh, and Coulter called this out. And Coulter said with regards of putting this guy, uh, Yoel Roth, as, as the, the, the guy who's going to arbitrate who does and who doesn't have freedom of speech rights. This, on writer, this writer taking on this issue, this Ross guy being at the helm, doesn't this prove the Jewish power and influence point we're making, though, ladies and gentlemen? Look, if these guys want to run things, I don't care. But you know what? When they start to interfere with my free speech, then I call it out and say, hey, they're from a unique group of people uh, that are doing this in mass, and these group of people have literally complete control of things. And then, hey, Elon Musk takes control, fires a bunch of people, but this guy still stays at the helm. Doesn't it quadruple prove the point, folks? It does, and Ann Coulter uh, called him out for this. He, she said personnel – she tweeted directly at – she's still on Twitter – directly at Elon Musk, do not make the same mistake that Trump did. Personnel is policy. And you've got this guy who was who was hey, a part of man. all of the things. Uh, he was a part of all of the things that people hated about Twitter. And so you have Elon Musk saying free speech is back and the heads are rolling and $8, you can get a blue check mark as well. And he's saying a lot of things, but behind the scenes, there is no changing of the guard, at least not yet. Now, it's only been a week. We'll see what happens, but... Uh, uh, Elon Musk said yesterday he's been talking with the ADL and the NAACP about how, uh, you know, to combat hate on Twitter. Well, of course, hate is anything that they hate, <laughs> any speech that they hate, not necessarily hateful speech, if you know what I mean. So I don't know. Uh, right now, jury's definitely still out with regard to where that's going to go um, on Twitter. Hey, and what do you meantime, think will happen with Kanye in the mix? Will Kanye stand up? Well, I tell you, it's because of Kanye. I think that you had this NBA superstar, and they're getting they're getting blown out. I mean, but as always, Sam, as we know from living our lives uh, in the trenches, a couple of guys sticking their heads out above the parapet, and you're going to get snipered. Uh, so it's going to take more people willing to risk things. It's going to take more people willing to lose things before things will change. If it's just a couple of people at a time, one or two, the system can always take them out. It's going to have to be a groundswell of people acting in unison and speaking out. And this this whole thing where hate speech is any sort of any criticism whatsoever of somebody is hateful uh, to point out that this person is this and he's doing that. Listen, it's, it's as, as we say on my program and as Keith Alexander, my co-host, says, I mean, we talked about this the last time I was on. In their own publications, uh, Jewish entertainment figures say, yeah, we own Hollywood. Look at the names. We own all the studios. Is that a good or a bad thing? Well, it depends on if you agree or disagree with the agenda and the narrative. Personally, I'm against transgenderism and a lot of the things that that the mass media is doing. However, if the Jews were in control of the media and they were doing things that honored God and uh, were, were conservative, family-friendly, family-oriented, I'd be their biggest cheerleader. So that's it, it, it comes down to that. It comes down to... You agree? Not whether or not they have a disproportionate amount of power. They say they do, and I agree with them. But how they use it. Not because they're Jewish, but and how they use it. that is the quintessential discussion, how they use it. And they use it against everything that we hold dear. That is God, family, and country. The protection of life, liberty, and property. James Edwards, Sam Bushman, continuing seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. 
in, the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Well, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take her hand. Careful, little oil. Marriage, you're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right, raise your visor. Oh, the blue yeah. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. The elections are coming up in less than a week, ladies and gentlemen. You must vote. You must vote for the best candidate you feel will represent you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't fall for the lie that you got to vote for the lesser of evils, etc. But you know what? I am going to vote for Mike Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and he's been on the radio program with us a couple of times in the past. James has seen me interview a few unique people on huh, James. That's right. We were just uh, just last week on my program. We celebrated 18 years on the air. About a decade of that has been spent uh, on the Liberty News Radio Networks. So as a result of those past 10 years or so, I've gotten uh, the chance not to become just good friends with Sam Bushman, but truly he is a member of, of the family. We attend each other's events and uh, he, even vacation together. I mean, it's just one of the greatest men I've ever known. But uh, going back to, to, to work, we have done a few uh, things together, like going to the Republican National Convention. And uh, I can vividly remember there, uh, as we were both credentialed media's, uh, uh, members of the media there, uh, being on Radio Row and watching Sam interview the former governor of Utah, Governor Herbert, I believe was his name. And so, yes, there's been a lot of uh, stories behind the scenes. I was recounting them a little bit for our 18-year anniversary. Sam was actually on the program with me for a little bit. Uh, on that and uh, so a lot of memories together but what you, you were mentioning mike lee certainly a lot of interesting interviews a lot of interesting characters on on on, on the program here but uh i, I want to know is it truly as competitive as they say between lee and egg McMuffin? No. i mean how is it's he supposedly doing that well because they're acting it's like he lie. has a chance to become they've, a republic got- an independent Senator. They've got a coalition of independents and Democrats that are putting big money into it, but it's a lie. Mike Lee's going to win. I'm going to vote for Mike Lee. They want you to believe it's closer than it is. That's just part of their manipulative narrative. Uh, and the truth is that Mike Lee's got a significant edge, and they know it. Uh, and what they want to do is get um, McMuffin really close, and then they want to put McMuffin <laughs> in the next race and the next race until he becomes their uh, 
their stooge in office. That's what they're going for. And whether they'll get it done with Mike Lee or not, who knows? They might commit vote fraud and put him over the top. But if we leave reality to reality, the Utahns know that McMuffin is disaster. He'll be nothing uh, like what Mike Lee is, a constitutional candidate. He'll be more like a Mitt Romney. It will be disaster for the state of Utah, and we need to shut it down. Folks, don't allow vote fraud. Don't sit on the sidelines. Stand up for Mike Lee. He's not perfect, but he's a great, honorable man uh, doing the best he can. Uh, So there's that. But believe it or not, Ammon Bundy thinks he's going to win, too for governor of the great state of Idaho, and I've publicly endorsed Ammon Bundy as well. Here's a clip from Ammon on this very topic. You know, Idaho means so many things to so many people. And just the word Idaho for many people means freedom and liberty and conservatism and more. But our recent history here in Idaho has demonstrated that we've started to lose so much of that. I don't want Idaho to turn into a California or Colorado or other liberal states. I want Idaho to stay Well, Idaho, I say we should keep Idaho, Idaho. The Keep Idaho, Idaho plan is a comprehensive plan I've created to ensure that Idaho remains a bastion of liberty and freedom for generations to come. You can download the entire plan here on this page and see for yourself how together we can keep Idaho, Idaho. Ammon Bundy running as an independent as well, ladies and gentlemen, because the Republicans are so corrupt, trying to battle for the party. There's, as James Edwards mentioned earlier in the program, I think it was last hour, but there's the old guard Republicans. Uh, They're the yesteryear folks. The new guard Republicans literally are making changes, so much so in the great state of Idaho. Believe it or not, Idaho is taking the lead in this to the point where the real old guard Republicans, the, the deep state the shadow government, the mainstream, whatever you want to call them, uh, of yesteryear are panicked in Idaho. And uh, there's actually a decent chance that uh, without vote fraud, that Ammon Bundy may win too. So we've got a lot cooking and a lot riding on the next several days, James. Uh, I'll tell you, I've listened to a lot of uh, Ammon Bundy's ads over the course of uh, the campaign this year. And if I was in Idaho, I'd certainly be proud to vote for him. Anybody that can stand up to the government like that family has done has certainly got some redeemable qualities. Uh, if he won, though, that would be the biggest uh, political surprise in American history. It would make Trump look like a shoe-in against Hillary um, from the get-go. You also know that we got Michael Peruca running for attorney ah, general in the great state a of lot Maryland, of who very possibly could win as well. That is a very interesting case. The fact that he won that contested primary was big time. And and again, Sam, goes back to the conversation you and I were having in the first hour, dear brother, about how on some levels there are differences between the two parties. For the first time in my lifetime, there are Republicans like Peruka now that are winning you know, statewide elections as he did in winning his primary. So, you know, again, Amen. uphill challenge for him to win democratic controlled maryland however uh, he is uh, he's got a puncher's chance and so that you know between that between bundy between some of these other races that are going on out there not to mention the fact that the whole balance of power with, within the house and the senate is up for grabs and uh it, it, i t- it's i am more sort of tuned in and interested in this election than certainly any other midterm in my life just because not because of necessarily the players although with in the case of Bundy and, and Perutka, obviously Perutka, well known uh, to you, especially. And, and I've had uh, Mike Lee and people that you know. I, I know Perutka a little bit, but um, 
this is uh, exciting because of the fact that, again, the two sides are at such a pitched battle. I, I don't think there has ever been a time since the war between the states, really, where Americans have been at odds to the extent that they are now. I mean, it's just really no palpable. It's really intense. Even some mainstream Republicans are starting to come to their senses. Uh, a lot of the conservative uh, Republicans have kind of melted down now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned. They haven't been willing to stand up. They've kind of taken off the pro-life idea from their websites and everything else. But believe it or not, there was a big battle in a debate for Marco Rubio in Florida where Rubio doubled down in defense of pro-life, uh, got hardcore attack for it, but stayed true to the pro-life cause. And that's one issue, in my opinion, that the Republicans have got to get well, right. I got, Everything I got else another is one. secondary to that reality, James. I, I, I got another one for you now. I mean, so, yes, I mean, you know, we, we know that uh, Trump was able to get Roe versus Wade overturned through his appointments of the Supreme Court. Uh, but other things that 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 may happen uh, that that are being said will happen. I mean, Ted Cruz has uh, come out and said that uh, he want the the first order of business will be to impeach Merrick Garland. Uh, Get if, it if, if the if the Republicans so, and, and I think that they'll probably impeach Biden. I, I really do. I think that they and will. They might I think... impeach Biden. They might also uh, literally uh, remove Fauci. And criminally charge Anthony Fauci. We might see Nuremberg-style trials there, James. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Uh, but uh, so these are all things that could uh, that, that that have been batted around. We'll see. But one thing that cannot happen, and as always happens, they have to be realistic. Mean, they have to go in. Republicans, and this is something that comes from conservatives who are predominantly Christians, they don't go for the jugular as the evil left does. And it's not a bad thing to go for the jugular when the opposition is, is trying to root you out uh, and destroy your way of life and, and, and completely transform what was once a decent and Christian society. So the Republicans have to be ruthless. Uh, our people, our good people have Amen. to be ruthless. That's the only way you can combat evil. And these people are They need to be what ruthless they and they evil. need to focus on God, family, and country like nobody's business. Christian soldiers, uh, Christian soldiers are men who would defend the faith, not men who would roll over. Oh, well, we're all God's children. Yeah, you want to trans my kids and... Uh, make it illegal for me to speak, but you know what? Let's just all get along. There's no getting along with these people. There's no compromise with these people. Not We've got to stand on what's right. And speaking of that, it looks like Luke, or Luke Bryan, the well-known country star, believe it or not, brought Ron DeSantis on stage with him, James. And uh, everybody loved it. It was incredible. And the whole purpose was Luke Bryan said, I want to raise money for the victims of the hurricane that took place there. And it's a tragedy. People are struggling to dig out and deal with this, and we want to help raise money. We're Americans, and we want to stand together. And Ron DeSantis thanked him and came on stage, and it was incredible. Well, then the liberals went to work, and poor Luke Bryan literally melted down and cucked and apologized. And, oh, you know what, Luke? I thought you were a real man, buddy. It's time to stand up and tell those people to go straight to hell and uh, tell the truth. And you know what? We want to support those people that are suffering from the hurricane, liberals or conservatives, anybody. And this is an opportunity. Luke should have stood up and not backed down, James. That's one thing. If we've learned anything in the media over the last 25 plus years, I've been in it in 18 years. You've been in it, et cetera. If we've learned anything, it's never to back down to these clowns because they'll never give you your due. They'll never be fair to you if you try to be kind. You've got to absolutely say these guys are clowns. 
uh, and Luke Bryan should have stood up and said, you guys are goofy. I'm going to continue to raise money. And the more you attack me, let's make this a big global story and let's raise as much money as we can for the cause. And uh, anyway, shame on Luke, not for doing the right thing in the first place, but for wimping out in the process, James. Amen and hear, hear. Once you're on their radar for something like that, for, I mean, God forbid, bringing the governor of a hurricane-ravaged state on stage to try to help the people of uh, the, the great state of Florida, once you're on their radar, you're not going to get off, and, the, and you're not going to curry their favor uh, by apologizing and being weak. Uh, once you're on their radar, they are going to come for you, and there are things that they can take from you. Uh, but there are things that they cannot take from you, and they cannot take your self-respect and your honor unless you put it on offer. And you put it on offer when you apologize and acquiesce and get down on your knee when you've done nothing wrong. And a man has to be strong enough to stand. Anyway, our prayers are with Luke Bryan that he can stand. Our uh, uh, kudos is to Ron DeSantis. He's not perfect. But again, you know what? At least he's standing for private sector raising a donation is to help these people rather than calling in Joe and FEMA and everybody else. You know what? Let's solve this thing. We're Americans. We can stand together. We can get it done. And we need to put it in their face when they try to shut us down. Why would you shut down raising money for victims and people who need the support and help? Why would you turn this political? Why would you attack Luke Bryan in the first place? This is what Luke needs to clearly understand. Uh, you know what? You've got to stand up and be true to your beliefs, sir. I know you think they'll ruin your career, but look, Ted Nugent's done it. Kid Rock has done it. That's uh, right. Willie Nelson's done it. Uh, Charlie Daniels used to stand up and do it. There are people who have done it successfully. I've done it, and I'm telling you, Luke, you got to stand up, my friend. There needs to be a greater number of us who are willing to stay true to the sacred cause of liberty, come what may. James. Well, once you do it, once you do it and you don't apologize, you become steeled. I mean, Kid Rock, I mean, he's just basically known as, you know, as far as entertainment figures go, a conservative, and they can't do anything with him anymore because he's just, he, he refuses and he's refused so often and so many and times. same with Ted Nugent. Continue to double down. Yeah, yeah, I meant to say Ted Nugent. Uh, that's who I thought I said. Uh, yeah, no, so Ted and, and, and Kid Rock both. Oh, yeah, Kid, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, I did say Kid Rock. T Ted Nugent, I've interviewed Ted Nugent. Uh, Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, uh, yes, absolutely. And they still they still give concerts and they still do what they want to do. They're just known as, hey, one of these MAGA types, uh, for lack of a better term. I'll tell you this, though, Sam. I will not be back with you until two weeks from today. And two weeks from today, we could be looking at a very different America. Does the violence come back? If the Republicans take control, is BLM and Antifa going to be back on the streets burning down cities? Uh, we'll see. If so, uh, we'll see. if so, I hope enough Republicans stand up and stop it and arrest these clowns for their criminal activity and the rule of law, law and order. We don't want to abolish the police. We want to stand with the police that are doing what's right. We want to get rid of the bad apples for sure. But we, the people, can stand together for the greatest country on the face of the earth. We have hope and preach positive viewpoints for this country. Look, folks, it's far from perfect, but we, the people, are resilient and we can accomplish much. For James Edwards, ThePoliticalCessful.org, and Sam Bushman, LovingLiberty.net, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mm -hmm.